And we're on air. Hello. Every Friday. Today for another week. Happy Friday. Ooh, what happened to your song? It got deleted. What song? Yuck song. Oh, it says empty. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been on it. So I have no idea. Okay, let's do our intro. <clears throat> Welcome back to Free For All Friday. I don't hear you. You don't hear me? I hear you now. That was, I just wanted the intro to get played. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> welcome back. Um, anyway, so you know what? I said uh, the room tonight is going to be called Time to Rant. Time to Rant. So I'm turning off the ability to allow calls right now because I'm getting ready to rant. Oh. I have some things that I would like to say. Okay. What ticked me off. <clears throat> Besides that, the school year is almost over. Which is taking too long. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's it's taking way too long because everybody else is out yeah. except for you know, this side over here. And I feel like the last kid been picked to play kickball. Nobody wants us. Everybody else is out having fun, drinking at the pool, at the beaches, drinking, and they're hanging out with their friends, and they're drinking, and they're kickball. also... I'm just saying, I, it was just a, an example. The, the last kid been picked. Is what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm referring to. My, not necessarily a specific sport. But I'm just saying, you know how everybody picks over to somebody else and then you always the last one or something. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Everybody else is out having fun and drinking and we're still in school. There's still two more weeks left. I feel, I feel like I'm in Saturday school in detention and everybody else is out playing, traveling and doing stuff while I'm stuck inside, you know, I'm burnt out. So it makes it even harder. So when you, I don't know, for some reason, like when you know you have to go somewhere, the sleep is, it feels even better. Yeah. Like, you know, you just want to sleep. And watch, when, once we're done, once we're, we're out, yeah. I probably won't even sleep past 7 o'clock. Heck, I probably won't even sleep past 5. Yeah. You know? That's because you probably don't have anything where you know you had that whole day to do something with it. So you just want to utilize every minute and every hour. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, you know, trying to be hot girl summer up in here, so I gotta go and 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 work out. And, and plus, you know, my my back and and knees are pretty stiff, so I gotta 
I, I need to be more active. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, either that or some Voltaren or something. That's going to be my oil. Because, you know, like you, when you don't move, you get stiff. And I'm, you know, you're stiff because I see you getting up, especially like out of the bed. But you know what? But it, but it depends on the type of bed you have too. Because I know when we stay like at at Wyndham's, we can just pop right up out of bed. Oh my gosh, the Wyndham's have the best bed. (laughs) Yeah. So. I it it does depend on your bed, but like that's, that's the one thing I don't think a lot of people spend money on is their mattress, and it's the and it's probably the place where you spend the most time. Yeah, you know what I mean. We should like, spend more time, more money on that. <coughs> you know. Yeah, but we we, we get we, we go to these stores and like you, you see like a thousand dollars. Oh my god! We try to go to big lots. Two hundred dollars. Oh, that's it. That's and then good. We expect to, have a good rest with you know, it's not gonna happen. It's not, but I mean it's like you pay twelve hundred well you see the sign twelve hundred dollars for and that's that's just for the box spring. And it's like what? So I gotta come out of pocket like two thousand, almost twenty five, three, four thousand dollars. I'm not I don't know if I wanna I do that. When I was 20, it didn't even matter to me. You know, as long as I had a pillow, I was cool. I was sleeping on the floor. I was, I was cool with it. Oh, yeah. We and would all we would, yeah, pile up. <clears throat> especially, like, if we're on the road when we were in college and we'd get a hotel room, like, we about, like, <laughs> five people in the bed, one person on the floor. Like, you didn't care. No. Now? Well, now, it's like... If, I, if I'm twisted weird in the bed, I'm like, oh, gosh. I get crooks in my neck. You had one. The other. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Like, it's, yeah, your body's like, nope. Mm-mm. I mean, on average, on average, Yeah. And that's not including, like, those, those rainy days, those Sunday days or Saturday afternoons. Take your clothes out the dryer and you just kind of fall asleep underneath the heat. Underneath the heat. <coughs> On that bed. Yeah. Fresh, fresh clothes out the, out the dryer. And you just kind of slip underneath them. Because, you know, you're putting the socks together and you're folding the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's us. That's okay. But yeah, um, are you are you good for me? Anything to take you off? Um, your hyenas that yeah. I heard in your background. Okay, so let me say. So, you call me that, so I call you. I think I I think I called you. I'm at the I'm, I'm at the end of my week. So, um, today, I have my 
have to go six grade. This is the only class I have that's six grade. And so they haven't gone well. This teacher took the one. They haven't gone through any type of yet. Excuse me. So their voices are very high pitched and squeaky. Not squeaky, but squealy to the point where when they laugh or if they, they're speaking, it's very, I don't know what the word is, it's, it's like, it's like a bunch of mice on the floor. I know, I was like, you got rats, you have rats in your background? What's going on? And the thing is, this one particular boy, he talks extreme. He talks a lot, and so every every time he talks, he's laughing. Like everything he says, what somebody says, is making him laugh to the point where he's squealing, and it's and it's very loud and, and piercing to the ear, and it pisses me off. So I'm like, can you just be quiet, man? I mean, you're sitting right next to the person. <laughs> And it's like it's very high pitched every day. I have to hear this. It's like every time I take a breath, it's like go go get this stuff. Go take some some vapo. All right, I'm gonna do like uh, Mr. Siki. Uh, <coughs> you can find me on <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> anyway, while he's going away, this cat's gonna play, so um, he'll come back and finish his story about his little laughing hyena. But um, I, I just wanted to, I, and I might lose some listeners tonight because I'm really ticked off. Um, okay, so I'm on Twitter. That's where one of the places where you guys can find me. And, you know, I talk about politics a lot and everything. And I follow, like, different people from different countries. And, um, you know, a lot of people from different countries. And I know a lot of you guys are from different countries that listen to me. Um sometimes you maybe maybe you have an idea of what is going on in the united states and and some of you don't but the treatment of uh women of african descent or african-american women or afro women afro-american um women the, the history is very dark and um it's like when you are proud of who you are, of, of, of how you look, just your heritage and everything, you, you then become labeled as un-American or so. If you are a strong woman, um, you know, you intimidate someone and you have to try to scale down a little bit. And if you are physically fit and you have like, you know, a nice body or whatever, you're either fat or in uh, Michelle Obama's case, they call you a man. So, uh, and I've had this discussion 
And the majority of these people are white males. You know, I don't like bringing this stuff up, but I think it just, it needs to be said. Um, they are the ones, a lot of them now, not, not all of them, but that bring up this thing, oh, she's a man, she's a man, you know, but none of this ever happened when Trump's wife was in office. It was, oh, she's so beautiful. We finally have a classy, a classy, smart first lady and all this stuff. But his wife plagiarized Michelle Obama's uh, speech and used it as her own. You know, you don't, you don't hear anything. Well, when Bush Jr. was in office, you didn't hear anything about Laura Bush. You didn't hear anything about the, the. Bush Senior's wife. What what's what's her name? What's Bush Senior's wife? Barbara. Barbara Bush. You know, she wasn't too easy on the eyes. You know, you didn't hear anything about anybody's wife because they were white women. It's like they were protected. But then when you have a <coughs> an intelligent, strong Afro-American female there, then they want to find everything wrong with her. And I'm so sick and tired of them saying that she is a man and look at her arms and all this stuff. Just because you're intimidated, just because you're a little punk, you know, you think you can get away with this. So every time I see it, I don't care how tired I am, I'm gonna check you on that. Because she, I don't I don't even care about uh, President Obama, like, whatever whatever his politics were you know whatever whatever because there are some things that he did that i do not agree with at all like completely don't agree with so maybe we agree on certain things like that but when you start trying to tear down the african-american woman the afro woman that the, because she worked out because just when you start trying to tear her down because she yeah. looks physically strong yeah you know, that's when I have a problem because she she actually campaigned and did stuff. And fitness was her was her campaign. And and that was her thing. Yeah. So but she, she actually good. she actually did stuff. She actually cared for the for the little kids in the community around here. Yeah. You know, I mean, and she was more approachable. Yeah. So I don't when when I hear that bullshit, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, and I, I try to be as as calm as possible. But when you talk about a woman like that, that has made many achievements, then we have a fucking problem. And I will get at you real quick. I'm just letting you know. Because you, you just don't do that. America has a history of tearing down black women. If it's not our skin tone, it's our bodies, it's our hair, it's everything. And so I have a freaking problem with that. So you guys that are coming in, I'm not answering the phones right now because I have to talk about this. So yeah, if, if I've offended some people, sorry, not sorry, because it needs, it needs to be told. You need to hear this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of it. We are targeted. And, and if, 
Afro-American woman, if we get upset, oh, you're labeled as the angry black woman. Like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. You know, you can have Jewish people talk about the Holocaust until they're blue in the face. Nobody cares. They'll be excited about it. They'll want to hear about it. We've heard all those stories over and over again. But when we want to talk about the effects of slavery and what it's done to the, the black family and how it's still in our heads today, nobody wants to hear, oh, you guys are just criers. You're just whining. You know, but, but nobody, but if, but if I'm talking about the Holocaust, oh my gosh, don't, don't say anything wrong about that because, you know, you're, you're wrong. If you, right, right. Get, get over that. Okay. But the racism never stopped. Slavery ended, but the torture, the humiliation, none of that ended. It's still going on to this day, you know, and like for you to talk about a woman that has two young ladies of her own, you know, who's been a role model for a lot of women that that is unacceptable. So say what you want. But if I catch the statement, I'm responding back. So just be ready. For a history lesson and another another thing i was on twitter and just going back and forth you know with these people they were talking about how women wear their hair covered so they have to wear it covered um for their religion or whatever but it was like because men um they get horny when they see women's hair and women's bodies are over sexualized so they have to wear a hijab, and I was like, just yeah. "Yeah, well, how you, how how is me covering my hair gonna stop this dude's dick from getting hard?" It's not because I think we had a discussion earlier. Like, even if you you wearing head to toe um, in your whole garb and everything, it, a guy, most guys are visuals. You know, they're they, visuals. They're visual, like visual look of they, like they look before they even react with the heart and all the other stuff. So we're more so visual. So even if you do have it on, we're looking. You still can see the eyes. Like, oh, she got good eyes. I wonder, is it? It's still gonna lead some to the imagination to like wonder what's under there. You know, and if the wind, sometimes if the wind, like I said, the wind hits it right. Um, you might still it might press press mess uh, press the gar uh, the garment up against the behind or towards the boobies depending on which way the wind is blowing. You see something like oh she got a nice little body under that under that, that um that, uh, fabric, you know so I mean covering up you're still gonna be able to see stuff um, whether she's clothed or unclothed um, like dressing dressing revealing to me. Is like, it's like if she's walking around in a in a two piece bikini, you know, in Walmart or or at you know just out in public. So wearing Not inappropriate at, clothes and in, in in the wrong places, you know, like at the beach. Okay, yeah, I understand that. But if you just at the grocery store and stuff, you you buying you buying bananas and stuff like that's kind of different. Of course, you're going to have some onlookers looking at you, but. 
Buying bananas for the casino. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you still you still cover it up. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what dressing inappropriate for me is. You know, but everybody has these these different ideas of what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Like if I see a female with the same bikini on, but she got a bikini top on, but she got shorts underneath it, it's like for me, it's like I don't see a problem with it. But then some people might see a problem with it depending on the breast size. Depending on how the body is. And yep. again, so it goes thing. back to women of color. But, but now you can you can be yeah. white, you can, you can be, be brown, white. you can be yellow, purple, if green. You, if you got some, like, if you take the same two people in the same two outfits that I just mentioned with just a bra and like shorts on, right? Like that top. Depending on how big the boobies are, one of them will be offensive to the other. But if you have seven thousand dollars, you can go get a Brazilian butt lift and both of them. No, I'm just saying. I'm but like, yeah, I know. Like <laughs> but like, yeah, if you if you have if you have double D's, triple. If you, I'm just giving an example. If you, okay, if you have triple D's, and you and you and the person you you and your friend walk into the same, y'all got the same outfits, and your friend is wearing like a, a B cup. They're gonna look at the triple D person like, at, "Oh, yeah. you are just out of order. Yeah. Why you got all those out? You need to cover up." Right, right. But right. the B cup is like, "You're fine. You're good." Yeah, because you're tiny. You know? And even if you flip it to where, if it was a white girl with triple Ds and the black girl was with double Ds, it really wouldn't matter because they still looking at the breast size. So both of them would be out of order. Yeah, because they both have big boobies. Think a black girl with, with, with B cup is a big? Huh? No, no. I just said if they both. If they both. No, I'm just had, saying. Nah. Well, I think if they're both like flat chested, then it's okay. Ne- neither one of them would get the no, black girl or white girl. Yeah. Not, but like you said, yeah. if one had something more than the other, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I I think that that is a man thing, and I I think men. I don't think the guys care. No, but I'm it's saying other women that's going to point it out. First. It's it's jealous and housewives. Old old older guys. It's, like, it's jealous housewives that point. Oh my God, look at that! Like the Sir Mix a Lot song, and I think that it's uh I I think that it's they said it men. because they're ashamed to they can't they can't do it because they're not brave enough to do it. And it's it's men that <laughs> that. Are are horny and they can't control themselves, so they want to make other people cover yeah, up. Yeah, they yeah. they want to. No, you you need to cover cover that up. Like what they did to the Polynesians, they did to the indigenous people in America, Native Americans, all the the people that had no shame, their bodies. You know, they they made them cover up. Yeah, because we were naked in Africa. Hold on, let me get off of that because. There were, there were, I, I really believe that there were black people here on, on this side of the planet before before they say Columbus. The, the land was like connected and, at, and at it was in point, different places. At so, some point, right? Yeah. Because we lived, it was, it, it was all Pangea, as they say. Right? Yeah. And it's still moving as of today. But at some point, all of this was connected at some right. point. And at that point, 
when everything was connected, people were walking around, moving different places. So over time, of course, you're going to have people on this land. There were. There were a whole bunch of people. <clears throat> and some of the, the Native Americans, they were very dark, like Africans. Yeah. And they're not even acknowledged right. as uh, as real Indians because they're they're too dark. You're, yeah. you're dark. You can't be real Indians. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they were everywhere. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I heard that the original Irish people were like aboriginals. I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'd really like to look that up. I heard that too. <laughs> the original eyes were black. Yeah. 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 So I'd really like to look that up. <clears throat> and they said the longest living um Aborigine Aboriginal people were the ones that were in Australia. Because after everything moved and, you know, split apart, they got trapped there. So that's that's how they survived so long, you know, until the colonizers came and and brought their parties with them. Yeah, and brought their brought their corporation with them. Oh, that I, yeah, that came came to America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slavery. Yeah. The yeah. corporation. Slavery is the corporation. I think I heard a discussion about that this morning when I was uh, on my way to work. We've always said that America is a corporation. Was that John Carlin? Was it that? that oh, George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he he was he was he was out there, but when you actually sit and listen to him, yeah, he, he can really have some good points. Yeah, some good points. Um, but they were saying how America is or still is like a corporation, and the people of color, it wasn't the the. The things that the goods wasn't the the tobacco and, and cotton. It was the people. It was the people. That was the main the main we were the machines basically. You know, producing that and then, you know, all these different plantations. They kinda of broke it down to where the plantation was like similar to a business where the they the the plantation owners had people to go out and buy other machines for their business, which was slaves. Yeah, the people. You know, and so of course there were people that were slaves that were free. They always said that there were slaves that owned other slaves. Like, that wasn't the case. That was when some of them were free. They moved north, and then they got a job in different places, and they got the money together, and they came back and bought their family members um, and moved them back north. So the theory of slaves owning slaves was, you know, it wasn't that they were buying a family back, you know, from from slave owners and stuff like that. There was there was one family. One there's only out of that story, there's only one that I know of like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but they even the Creek Indians uh, bought slaves. They had they had plantations too. Mm-hmm. When they were trying to make them conform to be more like the colonizers. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and and I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because we were just talking about this the other day in the library about how the slaves were treated like, <coughs> you know, like chattel. Because we've always said America's hood rich, you know, and yeah. the 
the scamdemic that it really brought it out, you know, especially with the healthcare system failing the way it did. But what they would do, they would, when, when the slave woman would get out of line, you know, which they felt was out of line, you know, maybe she laughed or maybe they, they thought she looked at somebody or, you know, didn't follow the rules correctly. And she was pregnant. They would beat the pregnant women. But what they would do, they would dig a hole in the ground. They would make them lay in the hole and then they would beat them on the back just enough until they stay alive, you know, and then they would stop because that was their merchandise. Yeah. And they didn't want to injure, you know, completely. Just like cattle. Their merchandise. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So when, when you hear people talking about slavery and stuff, yeah, it, it still does matter because the, the effects of that are horrific. The, the, just the stories that, that are passed down from generation to generation, you know, it, it's terrible. The, the mental health issues, the yeah. inbreeding, it's just awful. Being raped. That they made them do. Yes. Yeah. You know, being raped over and over again. Having, like, babies that weren't even yours. I mean, they were yours, of course, that came out your body, but, yeah, you but know, not even by your own husband. Mind, right. You know, and and like being told you're, you're ugly, you're horrible, you're this, you're that, and just yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep talking about yeah, there's that. There's so many stories out there that we don't know about, um, but everybody in America that went to public schools, we know about white America. Oh, we yeah, we, we do know about that. We know that forwards and backwards, but when it comes to learning about how this country was built. And who built it? You're not going to hear about that. No, you're not going to hear. About and that it. is American history. And that it is American history, and no one wants to hear about it. No. You know? And we hear stories about because it like like I grew up in Mississippi, and so I my grandmother didn't really tell me all these stories and stuff about this stuff. So I really had very limited knowledge about about slavery. I knew it existed. I watched the movie when it came out. I still I still was like in the dark about it. I didn't have I didn't have a person that was into history to really come and teach me about these things. Even that? in history class, you didn't get you didn't get the full story because they're teaching from the books that's created to make the white people more superior than everybody else. And so you really don't hear about these things until you get older. And thankfully, with the with the advancement of technology, we have at our fingertips like YouTube, um, other different platforms and different things like that, the way we can go and do this research on our own. But every once in a while, you get some people that you come across in your lifetime that can talk to you and be like, oh, wow. They can tell stories and give you information about stuff that happened that makes it interesting and makes you want to go out and learn more about what happened, learn more about your history and, and get more in, in, in tune with it versus just learning about white history, how America is so great um, because white people did all this stuff for America. You know, I don't think I really learned that uh, slaves built half of America. Well, Wall all Street. Of, all of America. Wall Street. Until. Georgetown. Until I got older. 
Carver. You know, all these monuments out here in D.C. You know, built by black people. The White House. The White House. Built by black people. You know, by slaves. So it's like all those little things like that. That little bits of information. It's not readily available like it is in public classrooms and public classrooms and public schools. And I just, I admire the people, the, the true historians that can tell it in a way that makes it interesting for the learner. You well, know? thank you. Thank you very much. <coughs> you know, when I used to teach my history classes, I would definitely touch on Go against the curriculum. I, I would add good. to it. Yeah, well, okay. I would teach But it, it would never be on the curriculum, though. It would. It, it would, would, but I, I would add... Curriculum? But I would, I would add more history to it. You add more black history to it. Yeah, more American history. Forgotten American. Let's call it forgotten American oh, history. Oh, it was never thought of. Well, we're going to call it yeah. forgotten American history. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's what I would do. And again, everyone should learn about this. Everyone, yeah. all the inventions, so everyone, many. so many. Damn near everything. The the maxi pad, right? That was, yeah. I think, that was created by an African American yeah. lady. Damn near everything. Um, Stoplights. Stuff that we use at refrigerators. Blood plasma refrigerators. Um, the what is that? So the the AC unit. Yeah. The broom dustpan. It's so many. <laughs> It's so many. It's so many out there that the telephone and electricity was was Alexander Graham Bell. Like half the stuff was stolen. Yeah, it was stolen. Half the stuff was stolen. And then and then they were so dirty they they like waited until some of them died to to take the patent. You know. You know, or they wouldn't allow them to renew. Took the patent and and marketed themselves. Yeah, yeah, like so much. You know, and, and when I keep hearing like, oh, this is a great country, like, okay. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we have our freedoms or whatnot, but but I mean, just imagine the possibilities if, and I've said this before, if reconstruction was actually allowed to happen. And I think that's the thing, like, if it would have happened, America would be so united, no matter what color we were. It would be so united because it was formed on different, uh, on different terms. But even if it was formed on those on the terms that it's already been formed on, but we worked hard to rectify those issues. Like if they would have let Reconstruction go and just happen, and everybody like integrate together, time, yeah, during that time when they right when they when it needed to be, yeah, you know, taken but care of. That was when white people felt that they, their power was weaker. They were gonna that. It that and also, like we always talk about the elites, the power that be, because they know again if we were all to come together, people, but people of color, but everybody more so people of color and yeah, people I of color so. and people of color. I mean, we this place would be like futuristic, futuristic yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, like there's there's so many things that this country, so much more this country could be. Cars would be running on hydrogen. Oh, you want to talk about that real quick? No, I'm just saying cars <laughs> would be running on hydrogen. 
uh, to be able to pull hydrogen out the air and then produce water from it. That's the only output that you would get from it. And yeah. then you can drink it. And then you can drink it. That would. You mean you mean to tell me somebody can? They found a way to produce hydrogen powered cars, and then the only outcome is water. I mean, we could make our own water now, really. And then, I mean, there's so much stuff that people have stopped from happening. It's the <coughs> secret Excuse government. Me. Yeah, they have stopped so much stuff from happening. It's ridiculous. All the inventions that have been created, all the inventions that have been swept up under the rug. I, but I feel like at this point, they know that that is still um, a deep wound. Yeah. And and right when we feel like we're getting somewhere as a country, oh no, we can't have that. Right. They go and they rip the band-aid off and pick at it and make it bleed again. Yeah. That's that's how I truly feel and I feel like we're all being played. Yeah. Because yeah. this is a country that was built off a uh, corporation and uh, they went these this country was built off people who were rejects of Europe, kind of a sort of, um, yeah. to come here and create their own, even though they were sending money back. But they went to war for that, right? You know, they went to war to separate themselves from Europe. You know, that's the whole little Boston Tea Party thing going on. And everything. Well, yeah, taxes. And you know, stuff. and so Mark, I guess, it's, I guess it's leading up to a question. So, do you think that with this country being built on those type of antics of them being separated, going to war, and not doing that, you think that the people of color, we're we're here now. Do you think anything is going to be done, or anything is going to change? With us doing marches and sit-ins, not going to too much sit-ins, but marches and protesting. When this country was built off of them going to war for them believing in what they believe in. So what, going, wait, wait, what's the question? <coughs> excuse me. Well, I'm saying the country was built off of war. Yeah. Right? And so that's how they kind of got separated from Europe. No, this is this is going back to like Black Lives Matter and the whole thing with, with Black Lives and stuff like that. Do you think we're going to see a change that's going to help the people of color just by doing marches and protests? Oh, okay. So no, I don't. I don't see anything. And at this point, um, things are not going to change because. At this point, they are just using uh, Afro-Americans for the vote. And the Democrats are picking up on that. And I think that's what they're taking. That's what they're using these marches for. You know, just to, you know, they, they might go and speak and say a few words. But it's, it's just to use them for a vote. It's good to have it. Have what? It's yeah, it's. I mean, it's good. But, but but then I you. Think that we have to go to extremes. I think there has to be a war 
with the masses of, of people of color. We have but see, it has to be more than just that. It has to be more than just people of color. It's going to have to be everyone. Because well, when, I, when I say people of color, I mean everybody that's a white person. But I'm saying it's going to have to be everyone. White, brown, yellow, black, red. It's going to have to, it's going to take more than just the... the but not a lot of people, not a, not a lot of white people understand what people of color go through. They might not, but, but they still come out and support some of them. You know, some of them do still come out. But, okay, it, whatever the case is, they show up. So my thing is, even if they don't understand, let's take this opportunity to teach them. You know, maybe they will learn, but that is what the powers that be want. They want to keep us separated in our groups. And then if they go against, like, once, like, they, they get the whites in this corner, then you see the people of color, like, all colors, then they start separating us even more so. Like, you guys are the are the better people of color because you listen. So we're going to push you closer to the white side. You guys are not so good. So we're going to push you over here. They will play each other against one another. So I think as a, a whole that's that's the only way it'll go and i think that's that's that could happen more so than the people of color like the groups of people of color coming together because these younger kids they don't care you know they'll they'll come together you know like the ones the millennials They'll, they'll come together faster than their parents will. So, yeah, I, I think that can happen. You don't think so? Oh, no, I thought I heard something. No, because it's, it's the segregation, like, it's time out for that. It's not It's not doing anybody any good. You know, we we need to be, as they say, one community. And just like, so being in uh, D.C. and seeing the difference, like it's very segregated here. And seeing how the the people of color are here, not not just the Afro-Americans, but like the people of color are here. They're just as, I want to say... Like, they don't understand <laughs> the same way that the white people don't understand them. Like, they don't have, they don't try to reach each other, you know, versus, like, how we are on the West Coast. Like, there's racism there, too, but we can communicate a little bit better, you know. We don't feel like you're, you're high or superior. We, I've noticed out here that meaning that they're they they are more what is it? Superior. Say, yeah, they're more superior. So let's say for instance, I'm not knocking anyone's job or anything. But let's say if 
Yeah, there's, landscaper. There's a there's a white janitor, right? And there's a white janitor, and then you have a person that owns the building who's black. Like the people that own, if a black person will respect and 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 respect the the, the janitor guy way more quicker than they would the person that owns the building who's black. Like they'll treat that janitor as if, oh no, we'll get that for you. You know, they'll help him out more so quicker than they would the person that owns the building or somebody that's over them, you know, of the same color. It's, it's kind of weird out here to see that, but they, it seems like they, they they jump to attention when there's a person, when, a, when the person's white versus when they're being, when they're being black. Yeah. And I'm saying that in the, cl- in, in the classroom. I'm, I'm gonna go to the classroom because there I have black students and getting them to be quiet some days is a task but let a white guy come into the room you can hear a pin drop from a cotton swab like you don't hear nothing like he's a teacher just like I am why are you all quiet for him but you won't be quiet for me, for me. like I don't understand that well, I can explain that for you. Can you go ahead? That goes back to <coughs> religion. And, you know, a lot of people of color what we've been conditioned to believe. have been conditioned to believe that Jesus is white. That's what you see in the, in the churches, in the old school churches. You see it on the church fan. You see it on, on the Bibles. You see it everywhere. And, um, it's it's ingrained in the head, and so I think oh, I want that upon the court. And I think that you know when when some people see white people, they think oh, they subconsciously they yeah. think God. Yeah. You know, and what do we do? We obey. We obey God. And I mean, it's slavery. It goes back to that. They they taught the slaves religion. They taught them Christianity. They taught them that their Jesus was white. You obey your white Jesus, you obey me, because I'm I'm you know creating His image. <laughs> you know, I I just think that it goes back to that. Well, where I'm from, we all treat each other the same. So don't try that with me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I'll go in a place and be talking and, and I won't even care. <laughs> Next thing I know, we'll be hanging out. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, just get into that. Like, that, just, if I see a comment like that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something. Like, I'm going to say something. But, um... Moving on, because this was a pretty serious Friday. There was another shooting. <coughs> so there was okay, so let's let's go back. There's a shooting in, in Texas, the elementary school. Yeah. And then there's a shooting in the doctor's office because the man was in pain or something. Yeah. Then there is there are some there were like two shootings, one in Chattanooga and the other one somewhere. <coughs> And then there was another one uh, yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday. But a 23-year-old 
was in Maryland and he went and shot up his his production plant or something. Like it was a factory. <laughs> are they vaccinated? What? I just want to know what their vaccination status is on. Does that matter? Yeah, it does. Why? I don't know. Maybe they're like more suggestive or something. Maybe, maybe you know, like that movie that that um, what's his name, George Clooney movie, The Men That Stare at Goats or something, and they oh, they man. get or Manchurian Candidate where they they're like programmed or something. I don't know. I mean, it's it's that's just really weird. I just think it's like really weird. You know, we can hear all that, right? Yeah. Yeah, but a 23-year-old man shot four co-workers, three fatally, at a manufacturing plant <clears throat> in Western Maryland. So it said this place is west of um, Baltimore. I don't even know West Smithsburg, Maryland. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, and, but the, what I don't like is, so the more shootings, are they, are they, they keep having these shootings. Is this to keep the, the gun, the gun thing like, um, present? Yeah. The, the, yeah. To keep it relevant. Like, is, is that why? Well, it keeps happening. So it's like people are becoming numb to it. Right. It keeps happening. It's like, it's, it's. It's becoming an everyday thing. It's like, okay, yeah, this happened. And when you hear of that, then like two days later, something else is coming. So we forgot about the school shooting in, in Texas where all the little kids died. You know, it's like you become numb to it all. It, just, it shouldn't be that way. The thing is, though, like, you know, you always hear Republicans say, they're coming after our guns. And we be like, whatever. But now it's like, they're really coming after the guns. <laughs> you know? And, I now, mean... Is it, is it now, as, at some point, I do agree that some guns shouldn't be allowed to be sold. Like, you know, stuff like that. But... I also believe that you have the right to protect your home. Are there are there laws in place that that should be more so in place? Because I think in China, I want to say, I want to say Japan. I want to say Japan for some reason. Like it takes almost a few months for maybe to get get a gun. Yeah. You gotta go through a rigorous a lot of stuff to get a gun in your home in in, in, in Japan. I don't even know if they can have guns out there. They can? I think they can. If I, I remember correctly. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it's a lot you have to go through. You have to go to you have to go through like a mental um, a mental check. Then you have to explain to the to a judge why you want one in your home and all that other stuff. It's 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 a long, lengthy process. But here in America, you can go to any pawn shop and buy a gun. You can be 18 year, years old and buy a gun. You can buy a gun off the street from anyone. 
um, but then you don't have to register it because you bought it off somebody off the street or you bought it from a pawn shop. But it's it's there's no mental paperwork that's going to stop you from getting a gun here in the United States. There's no mental check for to see if you can you know see if you're capable to to carry a gun. There's no lengthy training that you need to go through in order to carry a gun. Only training you're gonna go through is the right to conceal, uh, to, to carry a concealed weapon. Well, but <coughs> there's what I'm saying is that there's no, there's no, there's no four or five month wait for you to get a gun. If I wanted to go buy a gun right now, I could do it so and have one within the next four hours. Well, there's still a 21-day waiting period. In most for, states. Yeah, in most states. states. But in when you go to states. the gun shows, it's different. But but the thing is, right, if they have this. So let's say you're still intent on doing your manifesto thing. You can still go through all that stuff because you believe you are right yeah. and still do it. Yeah. And, and But the thing is... Um, they said they want to change the laws to where um, if you are deemed unfit, then they're going to come get take your gun, take them away from you. Well, if the government has more control like that, anybody can say, if you have any kind of diagnosis, oh, well, he has cystic fibrosis, so he shouldn't be allowed to have that gun. Or he has, um, you know, depression from working at that job. So he, we have to go take his gun. So that means they can use any, any excuse yeah. to come and and remove your firearm. Yeah, so that's what I don't you like. So you can still yeah. go through that process. The you process can. doesn't mean nothing. But the fact is that they're still. But will people be willing to go through that lengthy process to still get a gun? If you if you have a plan and you have you're trying to follow this manifesto and it and it takes you six months to get it, then it'll then you can wait six months. That'll give you six months time to build up on your ammo. I think it'll stop. I, I'm, but, I'm not gonna say it's gonna stop it, but I think it'll 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 lessen the numbers. And then you can and if you still can't wait. Then you could just go on the streets and get one. Where are those people getting those guns from? They're dropping them off from the military. You know, like like all that stuff, all those shipments, stuff falls off trucks and trains. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're getting them in those in the neighborhood some kind of way. Yeah. So whether you choose to wait or not, you're still gonna. I mean, but there there are ways to to prevent it from happening. The gun people in the hoods and stuff are not not what in the neighborhood. They're not creating these guns on their own. They're getting them from somewhere, and it could be stopped. Just like if you if you're in a city and or a small town, you know who the neighborhood drug dealer is, but you choose not to go stop that person. It's a lot of things that goes on that the people are letting go on because I don't know if they don't want to deal with it or it's just the way that it is. But well, some of this stuff can be stopped. And a lot of that goes <coughs> to the top. Why would you want that neighborhood to flourish, to to become better when they can kill each other and and then after they pretty much kill themselves out, you can go and buy up their property and you can create more high-rises 
and price them out. There's a plan for everything. And so I'm just saying that if they're able, once they pass these laws and they're able to say that you're not mentally fit to have this gun, then, uh, and you really are, then they can, they can lie and say anything. That's what I don't want. You know, for, for like, okay, fine. Then add, do an, do an extra background check if, if you must. But don't add all this other stuff like, oh, you're physically unfit or you're mentally unfit or whatever. Like, you know, because um, there's been times like back in the day when, well, I know in, in other in like white communities, when husbands can put their wives away, they can claim that they're crazy or whatever. I mean, it's it, that stuff can still happen. You know, but it doesn't have to be a husband or so. It, it could be the police department. You could you could be a person speaking out against the government or or your local official or, or that you could be labeled as a troublemaker, especially when this new world order like really gets a kickoff and you're getting all these social credits and stuff. I mean, they, they can label you as anything, put you in, in the asylum. And then, you know, what I mean, and it could just go on and on. It could be a very horrible, awful movie. But I just that's that's the part that I'm I'm afraid of. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless they stop those shipments, but then that but then that means that people are gonna start sobering up. People are gonna start doing better. Just like what happened in the 80s, they pushed in crack. When families were together and they were coming out of uh, segregation and everything. But I'm saying, but but stuff was looking up. Stuff was doing good. And, and if they start cleaning up the, <coughs> the guns out of the, the urban cities and the trailer parks and, and, and they get better, you know, then people start sobering up and, and really seeing what's going on. That's going to put a, a wrench in, in like, you know, the rich people's plan. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, they, they could. But it's just that that little extra stuff. When, when you start to get into people's business, like, okay. And then how do you feel about some people taking their kids to the shooting range at like 11 or 12 or 5 or 6? For hunting. I think it's probably around 13 or teenagers. 
and understand the ramifications of this weapon that they that they have chosen to possess. So, uh, <clears throat> and hunting is the same thing. Your headphone keeps hitting the mic. Your um, your hunting is the same. Like when when we used to be hunters and gatherers and had to take you know stones and whatever. Like I've seen young kids out hunting at five to eight years old. Even though it might be something small like a rabbit or something, they still would be out there hunting. Yeah, and and more so, I want to say, and more so rural areas. You see that a lot. You see that a lot. And it's not really a big deal, but I don't know. Because our, cause our parents used to do that when they were young. You know, yeah. they they did that. But they didn't play violent video games either. They didn't have, <laughs> they didn't have TVs. No. <laughs> so. everything off the radio. Right. <laughs> listen to the radio, listen to Westerns. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, today, I guess if you monitor what, what your kids watch and, and everything, then it might be a little bit better. But it, it depends on the maturity level of the child and also how you talk to them and the things that you teach them. You know, so. I think most parents that are around that church, they should know. With the maturity level of the child. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it it depends. If you talk to your child, you should know what they are and what you think is the best for them, especially if it's something like having uh, a weapon in their in their possession. Like you got a child that's probably responsible, like you probably like getting to teach them, but you got another child that's like always erratic and, and doing stuff. And, like, nah, he probably don't need one right now. You know, you don't want that. When he's that. clumsy. Yeah. He might fall. Like, yeah, fall and shoot everybody now. Yeah, <laughs> and himself. You don't want that. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on the parent and knowing their, and knowing their child. All right. So, last topic. Um, what do you think about 6G? Do you think that'll ever come? After they roll out 5G, I thought, I thought they were still trying to figure out 5G. Are you talking about 6G? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's going a little bit further. Well, I don't like what. What does that entail? What does 6G entail? Like what comes along with like 6G? a phone in your skin, <clears throat> like phone a projection, like you. Everybody's hooked up to the internet through you know their what? brain. I think more so younger kids. Like we wouldn't want that mess. We no. We like the physical. You know, I think that would be more so teenage the kids that's probably like in first grade right now when they become teenagers. Yeah, when they're in first grade. You know, when they become uh teenagers and their parents like on the phone, like they'll be happy they have that in their skin versus them carrying stuff around. Cause I don't think those kids will want to be carrying stuff around. When we grew up, we had to carry a lot of stuff around books, you know. Backpack. Like backpacks and all that kind of stuff. We had to do research. And as 
we got older and technology grew, everything, those books and stuff got smaller. And so now we carry our books in our cell phone. We carry them on our computers now. So um, in the years to come, those kids that are probably, like I said, in first grade, they probably won't be carrying anything. They have a chip. And so they just put, how would they read the stuff? It would project. <clears throat> to where, though? Like if they have it, like say you turn your arm over and it would just project up and you would so just. Like a, so like this, this hologram. Hologram type mm-hmm. image. Like, like uh, what's his name? Iron Man. How, yeah. how he did that. Yeah. And they would get chipped. I, I don't think people want to be in my mind. It's, it's too dark. I don't know if it's a matter of being in your mind because that chip would have certain features that it wouldn't even be connected to. Them. I think it's just a way of it carrying around the information that you want. Yeah, but just like our computers <coughs> get hacked, so could our heads. Yeah. You know, so that means your thoughts are no longer private anymore. And I'm I'm not sure if people are ready for my thoughts. Because I don't I don't think that, that would be good. I don't think it would see me. Yeah, well, you never know. No, because no. they, you know, the the more control the better, right? Yeah. You will own nothing and be happy. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be like that show upload. Which we have to catch up on. And the feed. You guys watch those. That's hopefully it's not the future, but we got to fight back towards that. Cause I mean, my thoughts are sacred. My, my brain, like you can have my body, but you can't have my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no, I tell Mr. Sippy that all the time, yeah, yeah. but you can't have my mind. to go thank you so much mississippi's over he's fighting he's fighting hard i took the i took the, the, the yeah you know yeah. man i take that stuff and then i have like two more shots and i'm still good but of course i think some people in my family had problems yeah i don't know who it was um, i'll find out this summer at my family reunions but Anyway, um, it's been nice. If I offended you, you know, sorry, not sorry. It had to be said. But, you know, in the end, we can all be one. We can all be together and and fight this thing that's keeping us apart. So um, life is not a rehearsal. This is the final show. So I'm going to need you guys to live your best life, stay focused, and don't fall for all that nonsense that's that's going on, all that misinformation. 
do your research. Okay. And we will see you next Friday, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. We might be on a hot date next Friday with the whole family. So <laughs> we'll see you guys. All right. Bye.